we're in Thanksgiving week, by the way. Yeah. And people won't know. They'll be like, Thanksgiving, that was two weeks ago when they hear this episode. <laughs> but it's uh, festive here. Yeah, we got turkeys roaming around. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> we, uh, My wife and I get a live turkey and we just unleash <laughs> it in our house for Thanksgiving week. You let Acclimate join the family before you slaughter it. Yeah, and then we pardon it. <laughs> and then we kill it after we pardon it. <laughs> The old yeah. surprise turkey. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The turkey thinks it's pardoned, and then we just slaughter it. <laughs> Welcome back to episode seven of Beer for Thought. I'm your host Jeremiah. I'm, I'm, oh, well, he, <laughs> no, 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 oh, Zach, no, no, no allow me, uh, no, wait, wait, please, let's see, this sir. is determined the pecking order now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremiah clearly asserted himself as alpha host. Yep. Traditionally, I go last. I wanted to change it up today, so I'm going to introduce myself as Zach right now. Okay. I like I'm, I'm Zach. See how you did that. As opposed to the last episodes where you were someone else. Sneaky Zach. Let the audience decide who I am. <laughs> uh, and I'm Matt. All right, so today we decided to do, well, I was thinking we were going to do an Austin show, but it's not technically an Austin show. It's more of like a greater Texas area. Yeah, well, Houston. Texas is a large area. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so we're doing Houston, Austin. Houston and Austin. Right? That's it? I think. I thought you had, I thought you had two. Oh, I lied. Yeah, okay. You're right. <laughs> I was, yeah. Uh, Tups. I don't even know where Tups is. Okay. Maybe I should look that up. Well, you know, we don't like to come prepared. We just like to drink. You know, wing it. it's been it's been a time today. Tups is in McKinney, Texas. Oh, okay. I don't know how close that is to Austin. Well, we'll just say it's a Texas show today. Yes, that's what we should let's just let off with. Because okay. Houston and Austin are not the same city. That's fair. One so. of them is underwater, and the other one is has good beer. <laughs> oh yeah, Houston, Houston. You guys need to move your city out of a swamp, like a historical place where it's always wet. Just, just put it somewhere else. Doesn't matter how many ten-gallon hats you have to try and push the water away, or you know, scoop oh, it up yeah. and empty it out somewhere He's else. Calling out the big boy Texans now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's my stuff. Zach's wearing, <laughs> Zach's wearing his own ten-gallon hat today. You know, in honor of of our Texas beers today, we're all wearing ten-gallon hats, and we're just going to be constantly shooting pistols into the air while we drink our beers. <laughs> we're also wearing state skin boots too, of course. Matt, let let us know how you got these uh these spindle taps. That's a secret. <laughs> I can't tell. Fine. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> I got him on a... What is it? You got a drug dealer? Well, I mean, <laughs> technically... What if say you traded with somebody to get a beer? I didn't trade, dude. That's illegal. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Fine. Hey, don't... We exchanged some goods. Would you keep we it down? made an exchange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, have you ever seen those YouTube videos where those people that get pulled over record themselves and when the cop says that they were speeding and they were driving under the influence, they said, well, I'm not driving, I'm traveling. <laughs> so that's a fair point i didn't trade these beers i exchanged oh that's fair for them okay i traveled them <laughs> i traveled, traveled them. these uh, beers so what explain the first beer then all right so the first beer is called houston haze it's out of uh or it's from spindle tap brewery out of houston it's in a 16 ounce pint can at seven percent abv 
It's a it's a hazy. Oh man, I love hazies. Yeah. If Evan was here, he'd scoff. Which I forgot to mention, he actually uh, died oh, again. Yeah. He died again. No, no. <laughs> he may be making an appearance. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we started without him because he's not that important. So. <laughs> uh, he doesn't cut, listen to the podcast. No, no, no. The podcast, he doesn't man. listen to the podcast either. Ooh, this is a pretty beer, dude. That's that is this is that's haze. a haze. Oh wow, that's like some OJ right there. That's the same color as OJ. That is foggy. I think it is OJ. Yeah, yeah. It's like that a smells wonderful. That's like a pineapple juice color, like an orange pineapple juice. Yeah, it's uh very fruity on the nose. Like God, like a ton. it smells like pineapple juice. Yeah, it does. It's amazing. <laughs> like maybe a pineapple mimosa. I get. The, I get yeah. a subtle hop in there too. I don't know, like mosaic. Maybe mosaic on the nose. My pal, my nose isn't that discerned to be able to like yeah. sniff certain hops. But we'll, we'll get there maybe one day. One day we can lie about it. We'll just oh, pull yeah. up the sheet <laughs> of hops that are in the beer, and then we're like, you know, I'm really getting. El Dorado and Citra in this one. <laughs> and then it's going to have that. And people are going to be like, whoa, how do I do that? <laughs> That's yeah, That's next level. Don't give up our secrets. Anyway, smells delicious. It's extremely hazy. Looks like OJ. Smells like pineapple. Going for teas. All right. I think it's safe to say that's the best hazy IPA I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> you really think that? It's it's up there. It's damn good. You it's know what? It, it, it's, uh, that's phenomenal. Trying to, it it yeah, smells a lot good. like a Space Bear Oddity from Boxing Bear, I think. Ooh. Yeah, that was a really good one. Space Bear Oddity was a collab between our local hometown brewery, Boxing Bear, and Odd 13. That was a really, really good beer. That's the beer I was going to say is my favorite, Hazy, but this one is... <laughs> yeah, it, this is good. This one keeps going. Like Yeah, r- super complex, and the mouthfeel is really nice. It's It's got a thick mouthfeel. You get, you get a full body in that beer, and then you get a little bit of the wood at the end. Then it travels with more fruit notes afterwards. Yeah. Maybe like a slight hint of cedar yeah. for like a second. Yeah. But I think that's kind of... It's like mid-palate. I think that's kind of like hot presence coming through a little bit. You know, earlier I was criticizing Houston, but now <laughs> I've come around. I'm a big fan. Keep everything the same. You guys are doing a good job over there. Okay. <laughs> He's a big James Harden fan now. Uh, you know, no. but they they brewed this beer with some of that swamp water you're talking about, right? Oh, so. man. That's, that's good stuff. This can is pretty cool. It's like a purple can. It almost looks like a like of a strip club designed a beer label. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> it's like purple and pink and and broken dreams. A yeah, classy strip club, it. though. You can definitely see it. Yeah, that's this is much better than I was expecting. I believe this is the first one I've had from there. Yeah, this is this is the first beer I've had from Spindle Tap. They've kind of come up recently. I don't know how old the brewery is. Probably should look that up. But they're up and coming. They're really a really hot brewery in Texas right now. That is it's a good beer. That's tasty, man. Yeah. I can't stop taking sips of it. You get a that decent hates. amount of hop bitterness at the end. Yeah, it's hoppy, which is nice because not a lot bitter of, hop. No, it's it's just like enough bitterness to kind of balance out the sweetness. Yeah, yeah, that's the key right there. Is it's well balanced. It's a balanced beer because a lot of hazies they you, they're really soft on the palate. This is soft, but you still get that prickly hop at the end mm-hmm. that kind of cleans it up. So yeah. We uh we highly approve and we have one more from them coming up after this one. Yeah, I'm excited now. Is that the same style? Same style. So the next beer we're having is called Justin, which is another hazy IPA from them. Technically I guess they're double IPA. This is seven percent and Justin's eight percent, so it's not a huge difference. But oh. different beer coming up and it's another hazy from Spiddle Tap. Oh snap. All right. I'm ready for that. 
our stand-in producer, Death Grip Mark's daughter, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you'll know who that is. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to episode two, you know who Death Grip Mark is. Um, anyway, she was asking why we were rolling with cans, and I said it's because it's a hazy IPA. Well, this is good for an audience that might not know. She she just said I made her sound like she doesn't know anything about beer, and she doesn't, so that's why. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so you roll hazy beers in the can because the yeast settles to the bottom, and so you roll it, kind of mixes it all up gently, and then it's hazy again. Well, it would still be hazy, but yes. it doesn't leave all that sediment on the bottom. Justin, we have a problem. Justin, we have a problem. That's definitely not a haze. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know, it's not as hazy as the Houston haze, but it's pretty close. This one also looks like pineapple juice, though. This one's got a little bit different aroma on it. This one smells more hoppy. Yeah, you definitely get more hop characteristics in this one. This one smells more like mosaic to me. Yeah, I agree. Like more berries and like more. Yeah, this one's eight percent. This one's eight percent. So this is uh, Justin. Uh, from Spindle Tab Brewery, it's in a 16-ounce pint can at 8% ABV. Oh, reminds me of like a college town jersey. Oh, that is good, dude. Yeah? Yeah, that's like, it doesn't have that hot bitterness at the end like Houston Hayes has. This one's a lot sweeter. Yeah, this that's, one's my speed. <laughs> I enjoy that. Wow. That is good. So yeah, the, Jerry was saying it kind of looks like a, a high school jersey because it's got like... it Like a tricolor. Like a tricolor stripes and then... It has the year that it was made on the back, number 18 for 2018. Peyton Manning-esque. Oh, yeah. Style. I love that. <laughs> Peyton Manning's number. Omaha! Omaha! <laughs> <laughs> this is freaking good, man. This is good. Wow. How many cans of this do you have? I might have to steal. Not enough. <laughs> I'll distract him. You run him out to the car. Yeah. Death Grip Mark's daughter, Ryan, says she doesn't like IPAs, and she's enjoying this now. So, there you go. It's great. This one is, man, you can just kill this thing. You don't get that high alcohol no. burn at all with this beer. It's all just masked by the haze. No heat on this one at all. When we were having Houston Haze, Houston Haze kind of cleaned up at the end with that little spike of hot bitterness. And this one's sweet and just kind of yeah, sweetness just like carries it through and it's really, really nice. Yeah, no, it has a clean finish too. Like Super finish clean is- finish. You think it would be since it's sweeter. You'd think you might have like a sweet aftertaste, but it oh, yeah, it washes away real nice. That's uh, that's another just excellent beer. I'm really uh, impressed by this brewery. Yeah, yeah, Spindle Tap's killing it, man. So Ryan was looking up some other information about Spindle Tap, and Spindle Tap can't originally came from Spindle Top, which was kind of like a oil tap of sorts in Texas when they first tapped for oil in 1901, and so a Spindle Tap is this like wooden tap that you tap into a keg and it's basically a, a tap a wooden tap and so that's the correlation between spindle top and spindle tap texas correlation there you go that's why there's a little bit of oil in every beer too yeah so a little drop say, i envision yeah. like all texas breweries just have one of those oil rigs set up out back <laughs> dude and right? just pumping beer right out of the yeah garden. that'd be so cool <laughs> i hope spindle tap has one of those little oil pump things that just pumps straight juiced and right out of it right <laughs> we have to go and find out <laughs> See this, yeah. I'm surprised. Like I, I actually didn't really. I never heard of them before today. And when I exchanged for these beers, uh, I let Jeremiah know that what I was getting, and he's just like, eh, because Jerry's the sour dude. He likes. He's all about sour. He's like, oh, try and get Jester King from him. I was like, eh, 
okay, but we've had Jester King before. Let's try Spindletap. So needless to say, he wasn't super excited that I got these IPAs, but I think he understands now why they're good stuff. Yeah. Well, when I think of IPA too, I'm used to still like around here, we still have mainly super bitter yeah, IPAs. And that's right. not the stuff. I like the hazy stuff. Like yeah. when, like we were mentioning before, when, uh, when Boxing Bear came out with their Space Bear Oddity, yeah. that one is my favorite one because it's just so good and ha- it's hazy. So. I thought you said you liked Album Murky better than Space Bear. I don't think so. You did. Don't when, lie, today? Jay. <laughs> no. Oh, back. We're all sitting, having this around. Is, yes. a, we were all sitting at Boxing Bear having around a Space Bear. And you said, oh, you know, it's good, but I think I like Album Murky better. It might have been the day, but I still think they're both great. They're both fantastic. By the way, this is the first batch of Album Murky, not the bottled release that they just did yes. a couple weeks ago. Yes. Which is which will be about a month ago by the time this comes out. Ryan thoroughly enjoyed it, and I am too. It's a very good beer. All right. Next, we have a little something from Tup's Brewery. They are in McKinney, Texas. This is their DDH IPA Double Dry Hopped India Pale Ale Series Number 4. This series contains 40% Ella Hops, 40% Topaz Hops, and 20% Mosaic Hops. This is in a 12-ounce can. At 7.2%. I think I mentioned that, but yeah. 12 ounce. I don't know if I've ever heard of Topaz or Ella hops, to be honest. Yeah, they're not they're not popular hops. This is another hazy IPA. And really similar coloring to Juicedin, actually. Pretty close. It's like that yellowish-orange juice, hazy, slight white head. Yeah, if you had to put all of our beers in the beer lineup tonight, and you had to pick out the <laughs> culprit, it yeah. would have been pretty hard to nab them. But yeah, they all look, they all look really similar. What are they guilty of? Haze. Being hazy. Too much hazy. That sounds kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one smells like really. This, the aroma on this one's popping. Yeah? Yeah, I get a lot. Like a huge, like tropical aroma. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I just went in for my, my first sip. Oh, okay. It's pretty good, but there, there's this small, like, hint of, like, buttered popcorn. Ooh, that's not good. No, not in a bad way. Like, oh. That's Sometimes diacetyl. that means diacetyl, but I, it, once again, I don't think it's I don't think it's bad by any means for me. Yeah, sometimes that butter that means the beer kind of went a little a little bad. Uh, yeah, buttery is never a positive thing on a beer. I don't know. I, you know, I kind of enjoy it in this case. I can taste it at the end, right? Yeah. It doesn't. It does. It's not off-putting though. Yeah. In some beers, I could see it kind of ruining the beer, but this one kind of it, it's there at the end. It's not pronounced. But it's there. Yeah, I think that's it's kind really of more subtle. like uh, maybe like the alcohol and the beer kind of resolving a little bit into mm. the hops. Yeah, it's not like a rancid taste or anything like no, that. No, it's... Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. This is another strong hazy. This is really good as well. It's not as tropical as Juiston. No, no, no. It's not tropical. It's more... These ones are dry bitter, too. My palate's like dried up at the end. Yeah. Whereas the previous ones, I think, kind of care. Even though they might have dried up a little, this one you get like a... Full dry mouth. Yeah. Whereas definitely. the other ones. Full dry mouth. It's got yeah. a different feel compared to the others for sure. Yeah. Lighter body. This one is slightly lighter body, yeah. It's quite good though. Yeah. This is a tasty beer. And you said these guys are from McKinney, Texas. McKinney, Texas. Ah, uh, great part of Texas. <laughs> the unknown part of Texas. <laughs> the the best part of Texas. No, I have no idea. Well, I can tell you what the worst part of Texas is. Houston? Good job. No, just the entire like <laughs> west. 
West Texas is just a horrible place, devoid <laughs> of life and and good beer also. There's no good beer out there. Amarillo, Texas. Wow. Garbage. What a place. I think we've talked a lot about geography this episode. Where is Texas anyways? Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows. I think we're going to go ahead and take our first break of the night. Live, we're live. We're back in it, dude. I'm gonna wake up the Nolan. <laughs> Jesus. Her next beer is gonna be Demi Tone, and it's a farmhouse beer, refermented with the blueberries. Jester King blueberries, nice. Yeah, never had this. This one is in a 750 milliliter bottle, 6.5 percent alcohol. Really cool looking uh, bottle there. It's got the maze from Westworld on it. <laughs> So I think if we can navigate to the center of this beer while drinking it, we can gain consciousness. Wait, how does this work? That's a great question. I don't know. Westworld is confusing AF. Are we robots? You already introduced this one? Talk a little about it. You can talk about more. Beautiful. We talked about it. It was in a glass bottle. We talked about it. It is in a glass bottle, yes. Yeah, this is the first beer we had. Did you talk about the California cash refund? We did no, not. It's did five not. cents, I'm sure. Dude. Maybe there's ten. There's this really cool thing that California does. <laughs> if you go deposit this glass bottle in one of their depositories, Whoa. they give you cash. <laughs> Cold, hard cash. Didn't Jester King just get their head brewer certified? He uh, just became a, a certified Cicerone. She. She just became. Oh, that's right. Dude, come on. Don't disrespect <sighs> me now. Well, sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> Boy. I don't know her name. Yeah, but she just got certified, I think, level three or four. I think that's four. She's only like one of so many. Like, there's not that many people (laughs) that are that high. Avery, cheers to you, Avery. Congratulations. So what do you get on the nose, Zach, on this one? Sour. (laughs) It does does smell like sour, a little farmhouse-y. Standard standard producer Ryan is partaking in slight samples of these beers, and she gave a very interesting... She gave a very interesting face as she got a whiff of what's to come. You can get some blueberry skin, I feel like. I get some grape on the nose, too. Yeah, grape. A lot of grape. Good call. I'm going in. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, just went in for my first sip there, and, and that's just lovely. Get a, get a lot of a blueberry out of that one. Yeah, they're kind of carries, too. It's not, like, overly tart. Ooh. No, it's it's well-balanced there. It's, ooh, that's real. That's real tasty. I am quite enjoying this now because I've, as I've said in past episodes, my palate's kind of over like super acidic sour stuff, tart stuff. This is nice. Yeah, this is not super acidic. I, I'd no, say the it's, the, uh, this, the acidity level on this is way lower than yeah. of other Jester King brews that I've had before. Yeah, this is super. This is really nice because the tartness level and the sweetness balance out really well. Blueberry is just one of those things that's so hard to pull off, and they've done it just really well here. That's it's a a good beer. 
Yeah, we discussed it before. The, the blueberry and the grape, they're always hit or miss for me, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, I, just, I don't really expect less from Jester King, though. Like, usually when I've had their beer, it's just God always dang, been man. This is delicious. That's, that's a phenomenal beer. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> this is batch. Did we talk about the batch number? No. Batch number two, and uh, it's their April two thousand eighteen batch. So, uh, great month. About seven months old, ish. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, standing producer Ryan, Death Grip Mark's daughter, just confirmed that Miss Avery Swanson is a certified level four cis- master cicerone. That is awesome. There's less than. I think there's less than 20. Yeah, it's like 18, I think. Yeah, there's like less than 20 in the world. It's an insane certification. It's uh, It used to be level 3, but uh, Cicerone redesigned the program to make a level 3 and a level 4 because level f- previously level 3, now level 4 was so hard to pass. They had to make like a, <laughs> a level 3 to kind of like break up. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Break up that difficulty. So, yeah, there's four levels. There used to be three because three was so hard to pass. Dang. So, if you're a level four Cicerone, that means you're just... You know your stuff. Wow. <laughs> you know, just, you're kind of a, like a slight genius. Yeah. The certificate, like, the, the knowledge you have to have for the certification goes way beyond just beer and brewing knowledge. It goes into food pairings. It goes into flavor profiles. Um, storing. Storing beer. Master Cicerones have to know some crazy stuff. There's only 13, 13. Master Cicerones Jesus. in the world, which is crazy. Right across the pond in Austin, even though there's no pond between us. <laughs> right across the imaginary pond. Yeah, This bottle just has some absolute beautiful poetry on it. Does it? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Give it a read. Exposure to solely the obvious creates a monotone existence. There is no challenge or interest in staring at an easily recognizable whole. Instead, look closely for small parts that are less easily understood. From there, puzzles begin to emerge that create so much more interest than that which is readily apparent. Love you, Jester King. Good stuff. <laughs> was, it, was that a movie trailer? Well, Jesus, that voice was beautiful. Oh, Demi Tone. He said it in a demi-tone voice. I kind of hope we don't get too demi-tone? many listeners because somebody's going to hear Zach's golden voice and steal him away from our podcast. Oh, please send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> you can have them. I think I have the same base beer, just re-fermented with uh, raspberries as opposed to blueberries. Oh, man. How was that? I haven't had it yet. Oh, I thought you said you just. I thought you just said you had I it. have one. I oh, have you one. have one. The okay. blueberries in this beer are so delicate. They complement... I think beer. it's second use blueberries. Maybe that's why, because they're not. You don't get a whole lot of blueberry skin, where mm. it kind of goes tannic and it kind of gets a little, yeah, uh, just not astringent, but kind of bitter. The taste at the end like is more a, of a, a bitter, bitter skin, yeah. grape skin, blueberry skin. This yeah. doesn't have that. It's just kind of like a nice, soft, delicate. And that usually blueberry. dries the palate. This one doesn't dry. No, it doesn't. I always, it, I always dry. talk about the finish, but it's like, but it's not like a lingering either. It's no, it doesn't know, have a dry clean. finish. It just kind of gently falls off, and it leaves yes. you the blueberry more. sticks in your tongue for a little while after as well. It's it's yeah. just really a, a pleasant beer to drink. It's uh, it's quite good. Demi <laughs> Demi Tone. What a yeah. great beer. Yeah, I should have got pleasantly a surprised. <laughs> Where did you pick this up? I picked this one up at um, Mr. B's. Yeah, every time I go down to Denver, I always stop and. Mr. B's had a had a couple of of Jester Kings that I bought. 
everything they do is is incredibly thought out and just well executed. It's it's a pleasure to have their beer. Yes, it is. The cool thing too is another unique thing is they have the coolest I think looking caps I've ever seen. Yeah, it's what? like a it's like a crazy it's a googly okay. eyed. I'm gonna hard disagree. I don't like their. Caps. It's creepy, <laughs> but it's like unique. I've never seen a cap that's like creepy, like golden. It's jester just a, looking. Like, I'm not a fan the of that. The eyes wild are cool there. though. The eyes are like it's almost crazy. holographic. It's, yeah, they use the the cap color. It's like a transparency on it. Yeah, I don't trust that guy at all. I don't like him. You're not supposed to trust him. You're supposed to. He looks like a crazy mad oh, okay. scientist <laughs> with googly eyes. He's a jester. What is a jester anyway? You know, clown? It's what like isn't a no, jester like, a clown? It's like yeah. uh yeah, to the king. He performs for the king. Jesters perform for the kings. Yeah. So Jester King is a is a king that he's performing for, for himself, you know? So he's wow. got it all. So wait, Jesters perform for the king, but there's a king jester? Now there is. It's Maybe cool. they're one and the same. <laughs> what know? about the Jester King? He is the Jester King. He's the king of jesters. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We've had too many tonight. We haven't. We're only on beer two. Two plus one. We're way more than that. Plus one. <laughs> plus beer four. Beer, beer five. Four. You're forgetting the pre-show ritual Ooh. where we do six <laughs> shots each. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we do six shots of tequila before we go on. Yeah, yeah. I can see how this one would cater to the audience that doesn't like super tart beer because it's delicate sour. Yeah, I wouldn't call it necessarily wine-like because it does have a tartness to it, mm-hmm. but it's. Toes the line between beer, like sour beer and wine, I guess. Yeah. I get the kind of wine notes on the nose, especially. Yeah. Not so much in the taste. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Stand in, producer Ryan has a great story about her high school boyfriend. You mean uh, Mark Stoddard? Sangria on the side, so. <laughs> All right, so my high school boyfriend and I met at a party, and he uh, was watching National Geographic. And I went into the bedroom, and he was like, look at all these naked people running around. And I was like, hee-hee, that's cool. So then he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I said, yeah, sure. So then our first date, we went to see Romeo and Juliet, the movie, and he kissed me, and I laughed at him because it was so bad. And then now he's really gay. So you turned <laughs> So you turned him gay. Well, I mean, that's not a thing. You don't turn yeah, people gay, but... If you, you didn't help. If you, you didn't, didn't have a bad cost. experience with me, it might not have happened. Well, so that's the story. Well, never laugh at a man for liking National Geographic. That's the moral of the story. No, never laugh at a man for kissing you in Romeo and Juliet. I love National Geographic, but I would never <laughs> laugh at it. Longtime subscriber. <laughs> Matt's Matt subscribed to Nat Nat Geo Kids. <laughs> Kids. No, that's why there's no newbie. What's wrong with Matty? He's not getting it. Zach blatantly said I was a subscriber to Nat Geo Kids after we just talked about Nat Geo having nudity. No, exactly. You sick freak. You said you said you were surprised. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's all I meant. It's a clean beer for kids. It's it's a beer podcast for kids, dude. No, that's that's not what I meant at all, Matt. So what's the next beer? Yes, we're gonna get into the next beer of the night. Man, this is your, Zach. This is your beer. Yeah. I'll announce it. You do it. Do Zach. it. All right, we're going back to Jester King here. Do it live. We've got Funk Metal Sour Barrel Aged Stout. Super excited for this. Every style like this I've had, oh, like the Tar Darkness, has been 
I can only think of three breweries that have this style. It's Crooked Stave. I'm sure there's more, but yeah. No, but that come to my mind. Popular the ones, yes. Um, Crooked Stave with their Nightmare on Brett. Yes. It tastes exactly like Tartar Darkness. With them. It's not as, I don't think it's as good, but it's very as close. As, as acidic. Yes, not as, as acidic. And then I've never had this funk metal, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I've had Nightmare on Brett, and I love it. I especially love Tart of Darkness, and if you listen to the brewery episode number three, yeah. you would, we had Tart of Darkness with Cherries and Vanilla, which was phenomenal. Um, so I'm really excited to have another really big name, kind of wild, barrel-aged, popular brewery that is doing another uh, Sour Stout. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. It's coming in at a uh, relaxing nine point five percent. That's great. A nice and chill beer, you know. Um, I was thinking about letting it warm up, a tad, but man, that's pouring up dark. This looks like a dark stout. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look like a sour. This isn't cola like like Tartar Darkness is kind of cola like. This looks like a straight, just basic stout. Looks like a beer that's a bit of an ass kicker, to be honest. This one looks. Like oil. The head on it's chocolatey. It's got a, a tan, yeah, darker tan. Darker tan. Head. Head. Yeah, for sure. You, you can definitely get some heat on the nose. You can you can tell that it's a, a high ABV beer. Do we? Did you announce the ABV? <laughs> yeah, 9.5. I believe I did, yes. 9.5% ABV. Funk metal. I really enjoy the uh, artwork on this yeah, as like, well. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy guy with awesome, like, old, awesome funky funk. metal. Awesome funk. <laughs> awesome metal. You get that funk on the nose. This one was also bought in Denver, I believe. Yes. Yeah. You get those it's roasted chocolate malts on the nose as well. They, 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 oh, yeah. The, definitely. The, you can get the chocolatey malt, malts for sure. They harmonize with that sour tartness. So I went in for my first taste, and right away you get a malt with a, oh, wow, like a sour finish. Ooh. You get a lot of bourbon on the, on the taste, too. Definitely. That is interesting. This is Agent Oak Barrels. So I could kind of see how you would get some bourbon only because of the chocolate malt mm-hmm. paired with the oak barrel because it's not, I don't believe it's charred oak. It's probably just straight, I don't know if it's American or French oak, but maybe getting that vanilla out of the oak maybe a little bit, but yeah. in conjunction with the chocolate malts, I can kind of see that. <laughs> it's but, not as thick of a body. Um, I mean, it's a soured stout, so it's probably not going to be as viscous as a stout would be, but it's more of like a porter body. I feel like it's more of like a sour porter. I don't know, man. I feel like it's this has got a pretty good body to it. I mm. mean, especially in comparison to Tartar Darkness and Nightmare on Brett. Mm. Those are a lot more prickly, kind of lighter. They they don't sit as heavy on the tongue. But this one, I don't know. I feel like it's got a little bit heavier mouthfeel than those two. That's pop- yeah, you might be right. It definitely has more malt. Like the malt comes yeah. through. Yeah, this is this one. embodies more of a sour stout than the other two. Whereas I would the love other to have two them are all three together. The the other two we're referring to are Tartar Darkness and Nightmare on Brett. Those are kind of dark sours, and this is more of like a stout that is sour. Yes, does I that agree. make sense? I agree. Yeah, I'm enjoying that as well. That's definitely something different. That's it a, is different because yeah, I mean pace. we keep referring to these other two beers because it's really the only other examples of the style that we've had. But this one's different in the sense that you really get the stout. Like at the core, this is a stout, but then you also get the bugs in it that that make it sour, mm. and it it pairs well. I mean, it sounds weird, like a sour stout. You're like, oh, it doesn't sound right, but it does pair well, and it's a different taste. It's it's hard to explain. It's no, I mean, funky. like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's. I think this style is it's not as 
easy to come by, but it's when the beer is made well. The beer is, is like, I think the best beer we've had on the podcast is that Cherry Vanilla Tartar Darkness, which is the same style. At least that's personally for me. I would agree. Um, And this, it's just hard to find this, this kind of style of beer. Yeah, this one's not as as acidic and it's not as tart. Not as complex, but in its own, in its own way, it has complexity i'm just saying it's not as complex as it's complex in a different way yes because yeah, it's, complex, it's complex it's complex with darker malts and chocolate malts and uh then it goes into the sour tartness but i think it uh lives up to the funk metal name pretty well i think that's a, a really good totally name yeah. for this beer yeah. definitely get those hints of chocolate and vanilla you mentioned and then just a, a nice sour finish and then it almost has a little bit of a bitterness at the end where that funk yeah. kind of comes in uh-huh. I, i'm enjoying that it's got a lot going on it's a uh, it's a bit of a ride on the palate as well. So uh, definitely, if you're looking to get yourself a beer that you know it's going to take you for a wild ride, you can really sit down, break it down, enjoy it, take it for what it is, and really try and dissect the beer and appreciate the beer for what it is. This is a great beer. I mean, what did you pay for it, Zach? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say like thirty bucks. It's a thirty dollar bottle of beer, and that's not cheap. But if you if you're going to sit down and appreciate a beer, this is a great beer to go buy. And really, just try and break it down. Like it's, you're not gonna have another beer like it. No, if you got, if you can get your hands on Jester King in general, I'd say purchase the beer. That that beer is made so well. Like even if oh, you're yeah. a fan of like certain styles, you have to try their beer. Yeah, you never had it. Absolutely. And then even with Spindle Tap, next time I ever come across it, if I ever do, I'm buying some. That stuff is amazing. Yeah, definitely. This this is beer for thought. That's that's what this beer is. <laughs> Like this, there's oh, there's a whole lot of complexities going on where you gotta put your brain on it. Sadly, I, my brain is no good, so I can't <laughs> give good descriptions. But it's a it's a lot to to sip on here. A lot to think about. Huh? Yeah, I, I'm enjoying yeah. this. It's it's almost as if Beer for Thought podcast manifested itself into an actual beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And you thought about it, <laughs> and then funk metal arrived. Good stuff. Well, we made it through five beers. Yeah, that was five beers tonight, and I'm trying to. I'm struggling with a way to kind of not rank these beers, but kind of like sort them out in my mind. Of yeah, we had yeah different styles. We had three similar beers and two very different beers. Yeah, the the Jester Kings kind of stood alone in their own category. I feel like so it's hard to. Yeah, so you can pick. Let's just say you can maybe you want to pick which is your favorite hazy, and then maybe which is your favorite overall beer of the night. Um, I don't know if that's fair. Yeah, I don't know if that's fair. We <laughs> so since we're new at this podcast and we we don't really have a like a real format yet. Some of these beers are getting thrown together and they are just like worlds apart. So like a hazy IPA versus the sour stout and a blueberry, you know, sour. They're like completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. It's hard to compare them, but I will go ahead and just straight up rank them. So here here you go. So here that's you have let's go it. off your yeah, let's go off your palates and 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 this is how you feel. For me, Funk Metal is going to be my favorite of the night. I just love a, a beer that gives you a lot to think about, but stays, you know, tasty along the way. Because you, you can have some beers that give you a lot to think about, and then you're like, <laughs> it's true. what am I doing drinking this beer? This sucks. Yeah, but you can not, think about yeah, how yeah. bad a beer is. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You can have a complex beer that sucks, right? But this, this one uh, this one, this one, one works well. And I'll uh, go into my number two for the night. It's going to be Demitone. Just King. Just what a phenomenal brewery. The blueberry really shined in that one, which is just super difficult to pull off. Tip of the cap to those guys, and then uh, the third place we'll go with uh, we'll go with the first beer of the night there, 
I really enjoyed the Spindle Tap Houston Haze. It was, it was really good. Their uh, their other one was just excellent as well. Uh, but that that stands out to me as a just a delicious hazy, really good. Just a just all all these beers were just excellent. So I agree. That was that's one of the. It's like I said, it was really hard to to rate these beers. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with my number one beer as the Demitone. That's just more of my style. I like I like sours that might be a little more subtle that were not as you know acidic in the flavor. Number two, I'll have to go with Funk Metal as well. It's just that's one of my favorite styles. I love sour stouts, as I mentioned before, the aforementioned Tar Darkness and um, Nightmare on Brett <coughs> from Crooked Stave. Those that style and that beer, this specific beer from Chester King, the complexity is is it's crazy. It's 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 almost impossible to describe because you probably don't never had a beer like this before if you're just a casual drinker um it's just a unique unique beer and then unlike zach from spindle tap i'm gonna have to go with the other offering which was the Justin, which the double ipa um the second beer we had those were my top three of the night that's a list i can get behind right there yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard it's it's really kind of unfair i feel like to put other beers with Chester King now that I think about it like from Texas like <laughs> uh, yeah and the di- yeah again the different styles hard to compare yes yes just a, a, a just a great collection of beer here I'm just looking around I'm just smiling like an idiot you know? <laughs> so my favorite beer of the night was I, don't know, I feel bad kind of saying it was because of the complexity of the two Chester Kings but Justin from Spindle <laughs> Tap was really good I just really enjoyed that. It was a super refreshing beer, really tasty, uh, nicely balanced. Everything you want in a haze, hazy IPA, that's that's juicing right there. Yes. Um, and then I really, after that, I really enjoy, enjoyed Demitone. I thought that the the delicate blueberry notes were really, really nice, and it didn't go super acidic or super tart like some of Jester's um, beers tend to go. Mm. So I really enjoyed that. And then Funk Metal was just one of those beers that, you know, makes you sit down and think, yeah. which is nice. So those three were my, my favorites. I'm with Matt. There you have Houston, it. <laughs> Demitone. Funk Metal confused me, man. Yeah. I, I don't know what I don't know what to do with it. Well, do you this is good for the audience. Do you drink a lot of beers or are you more of a yes. casual drinker? Yes. You drink a lot of beers. Yes. What? Are you lying? <laughs> no, no. As she um, sits in front no, of us with pretty the sangria. Good, we have a pretty... I know. I, I had a huge <laughs> bottle of sangria that my death grip Mark bought for me. Um, no, I mean, we have a pretty good beer community in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I gravitate toward, more towards dark beers. Okay. Um, never really prefer IPAs, which is bizarre that Justin is, is the top for me, but I just think it was really smooth. Um, it was really good. Funk Metal just kind of was harsh for me. Um, this, there was so much going on that it really, like I said, it just confused me. Like sure. I would take a sip and then I'd have to really think about it, which is what you guys keep saying. But I just don't feel like I appreciated that as much because I wanted to just enjoy what I was thinking and not ponder it so much. Um, and that yeah. was probably your first. I was excited sour about stout, it, yeah, sure. and I was excited about the barrel aged stout part and then the sour. I've never had a sour stout, hmm. so I wouldn't say that I'm a super beer experience but i would be more up there in sure. the beer experience sure. um than the average gal <laughs> all right all right it's it's it's, it's been a great podcast and great good yeah, beers this tonight this is going to be a hell of a podcast to edit <laughs> and jerry jerry i want to do it with you let's set up a what? time 
Do what? You're married. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought we were off the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's the only one that turns men gay. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. We got to get the sign off. Yeah, to the last drop. To the last drop. To the last drop. Talk about this epic beer share that we had this last weekend. Sad. <laughs> you could. Zach wasn't there, but I feel bad. Well, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. I saw some cool pictures. I saw some video. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some funny <laughs> video. Yeah. Should we post the video on our Instagram? Yes. Of Jerry? Yes, we should. No, no, we no. Remain, I remain anonymous. It's $40 Patreon. $40. $40. Come on. Yeah. Uh, tier three of an, our non-existent Patreon for f- a small fee of forty dollars per episode. That was a fun night, but yeah. So we went over to a buddy's house and we had a fun time. Me and Jeremiah, yeah, we got a little invite and went over and we had God, we had so many good beers that night. Phenomenal beers. I think he liked that end of the night double white best uh, from that random yeah. table. Yes. We're talking so, about the video now. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry had a nice swig of some. Cherry lipstick, double white. <laughs> so it was a cask. I missed a special a cherry <laughs> lipstick. The, ad- the, the adjunct <laughs> of the cherry lipstick. It was a special was cask oh. of double white, and it was infused with cherry lipstick. It was not. Did you drink from the part with the lipstick? No, I turned it around. Oh, okay. He would have. I saved him. <laughs> he did save me. I did. Uh, there's video me, evidence yeah, of me Matt, saving uh, you. Matt told me to turn the cup, and I did. Nice. Okay, so you know, send us a few bucks if you want to <laughs> see that video. <laughs> yeah, our beer spirits. We take beers too. Yeah, uh, that's a good time to, to plug the the Instagram and the yes and the Gmail account. Uh, Gmail account is Jerry Beer for Thought Pod at Gmail dot com, and our Instagram handle is at Beer for Thought Podcast. Yes, send us a message. Give us a follow. Yeah, feedback is appreciated. If you want to see the video, DM us. We will send you the video via DM. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into the old DM. Yeah, I don't know about that, but no, we will. <laughs> we all have access. I have a video. <laughs> Use promo code U up to unlock the secret <laughs> video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Only Jesus. valid after twelve a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into the DMs with the special <laughs> promo code U up. <laughs>